0: Welcome to the official podcast of the Love Times Two Project. Change the culture, and the politics will follow. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're enjoying season five and that everything we discuss on this podcast makes you want to stop and think just a little bit deeper. And even if you don't agree with us on everything, or maybe you don't agree with us on anything, at least we hope that you'll think it through. Hey, it's no secret. We're living at a time when the pace of change is happening so fast, it's hard to keep up. One thing we can know for sure is that God is in complete control. It's so easy to forget that, but at the end of every day, we can know God is in control. He's the creator of every life, and that's exactly why every life, born and unborn, is valuable. That's what we're trying to get across on this podcast and everything that we're saying. So, uh, Just a few quick things to mention before we move on to the main topic of today's podcast. First, I want to challenge you to give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcast or whatever platform you're listening to. And while you're there, subscribe so you never miss an episode. Second, we need your financial support. Make this the day that you go all in with the Love Times Two Project. Just go to lovetimes2.org/give and you're all set. Five dollars or five thousand dollars. We have a lot of world that we need to impact, and we need your support to do it. It's that simple. So please consider a gift to help the Love Times Two Project. Third, if you are in charge of planning an upcoming pro-life event and need a speaker, but you're shocked, At what the big speakers bureaus are charging, you're not alone. We have some great news to share. So be listening over the next few weeks, just a teaser here, for a huge announcement. Okay, enough of the precursors. Let's jump into today's topic, and that is CRISPR gene editing. That's CRISPR as in C-R-I-S-P-R. And if you're a longtime listener, you know we've covered this in 2019 and I believe in 2022 because of the huge implications morally, ethically, scientifically, even economically, If you're a new listener and you've never heard that term before about CRISPR gene editing, now's a good time to get it on your radar screen because the topic is making headlines across the world, especially in the scientific community. The term CRISPR basically refers to a gene editing technique that is very much uncharted and highly controversial. The controversy stems from a variety of factors, and we're going to touch on some of those in a minute. But suffice it to say that the gene editing nature of CRISPR technology holds the potential to open doors to altering human life that no one has walked through before, and that's why there's so much attention being paid to this. Now, back in 2019, the MIT Technology Review published an exclusive report announcing that a Chinese scientist had laid claim to creating the first children whose DNA had been tailored using the CRISPR technique. According to the report, the scientist claims to have eliminated a gene called CCR5 from two twin human embryos in hopes of making them resistant to the HIV virus before implanting them into their mother's uterus. Now, when the scientists reported that the twins had been born, the scientific world went absolutely nuts. And it's since been reported that a third gene-altered baby was also born. Now, as we've discussed before in previous episodes, we need to be really careful in analyzing this because while these twins are claimed to be the first babies born, and underlying born, born with altered genes, they're not the first babies to be experimented on. As an example, the MIT report notes that data submitted as part of the trial listing claims that genetic alteration testing has been done on unborn babies as far as six months along in the womb. So these type of experiments had been happening, but these were the first. Children that were born after having their genes altered, now, the report says it's unclear what happened to these unborn babies, but I would guess the likelihood is that these babies that were experimented on, not the twins that were born, but the other babies that were referenced were aborted after being used for experiments. That's just really tragic to even think about, but that does appear to be the case, otherwise, there would not be so much uproar amongst the claimed birth of the twins. Now many scientists were quick to express outrage and I'll just let you seek out, you know, previous episodes and do your own searching online to find out why. Now just as a teaser, Dr. Francis Collins, director of the National Institutes of Health issued a statement saying this work represents a deeply disturbing willingness to flout international ethical norms. The project was largely carried out in secret. The informed consent process appears highly questionable, and the possibility of damaging off-target effects has not been satisfactorily explored. Honestly, in the material that I've reviewed on this, I'm still not sure if the international scientific community is as upset about the CRISPR process being used on babies actually born alive, or whether more peers in the science community were not involved in the process and they feel undercut. It's sad, but it appears that if these twins had been aborted before birth, the uproar may have been more about jealous resentment among scientists. That's what a, the way it appears to me anyway. So did the controversy over gene editing end with the imprisonment of this Chinese researcher? Well, not quite, because if you fast forward to just this year, a report in the observer written by Robin McKee is titled, how far should we go with gene editing in pursuit of the perfect human? Hey, that's a great title because it nails the dilemma that's at the very core of the gene editing debate. As this article reports, some of the world's leading scientists are gathering in London uh, this month for the third international summit on human genome editing. Professor Robin Lovell-Badge, an organizer of the forums quoted as saying, quote, genome editing has enormous power to benefit people, but we should be transparent about how it is being tried and tested before the technology is put into practice, end quote. And it is being tried and it is being tested. According to the report, a breakthrough technique developed by Jennifer Doudna of the University of California, Berkeley, and Emmanuel Charpentier of the Max Planck Institute for Infection Biology in Berlin, quote, acts like a pair of molecular scissors that can cut a strand of DNA at a specific site. In this way, scientists can alter the structure of genes in plants, animals, and humans, and in turn induce changes in physical traits such as eye color and disease risk, end quote. Now, the scientists involved appear to have the best interest in mind by trying to make genome editing a means to treat such things as muscular dystrophy, cancer, blindness, diabetes. But then we're told that there are scientists eager to alter the physiology of astronauts to protect against radiation for travels to Mars, uh, to alter whole populations, uh, to protect against things like chemical or biological warfare. And here's another quote from uh, Professor Lovell Badge. She says, this is the kind of human enhancement that Bold print here in my mind, military researchers, okay, are thinking about now. Let me read that again. She said, this is the kind of human enhancement that military researchers are thinking about now. Hey, does anybody else find that creepy, disturbing, threatening? The observer continues to say this, just how far human enhancements will be tolerated by society is a different matter, one that will be tackled at a separate event at the Francis Crick Institute. A public exhibition titled Cut and Paste will explore what changes can be made safely to humans using genome editing technology, which ones should be rated priorities, and which ones might be considered morally unacceptable and excluded from future exploration. The question that we all must be asking here is, are we trying to play God? And and another question, how long will it take even with the best of intentions involved before this technology is used to pursue the so-called perfect human, while at the same time we are continuing to discard the lesser ones who raise any red flags in a prenatal test or are of what some might deem inferior stock, if you want to put it that way. Hey, the potential for evil here is high. Here's exactly why we should be concerned when we hear about CRISPR gene editing technology. Number one, gene editing in a baby means every cell in that baby is changed and the genetic change will be inherited by all of that baby's progeny, as in forever and ever and ever. Scientists have no idea what those long-term consequences might be. Number two, CRISPR can sometimes alter genes, creating a patchwork of altered cells. Again, scientists have no idea what the consequences might be long-term. Number three, are unborn children being used like lab rats? for experimentation purposes, only to throw them away as disposable. Number four is the next step, a monstrous new door of eugenics in which CRISPR gene editing technology is going to be used to create a breed of people who are smarter, more athletic, more beautiful, more whatever, fill in the blank. Have we not traveled down this road before in history? We all know that we have. And the outcome is not good. Number five, will more rogue scientists now emerge with less interest in the moral questions and more interest in the enormous financial windfalls that are potentially involved with CRISPR gene editing technology? Number six, are the parents of CRISPR babies fully informed of what's going on? I mean, do they understand the risks to the babies whose genes are altered? We know with certainty that the babies involved are not consenting to genetic altering that will impact all of their progeny for all time. As the MIT technology review states, quote, it now looks as though the twins were the unconsenting subjects of a reckless bid for a scientific first. Hey, last footnote on this topic, the scientist at the root of this original CRISPR controversy has completed his prison term, but he just made international news when Hong Kong revoked his visa over what they deemed to be false statements. Hey, we're wading into deep, deep waters with CRISPR gene editing technology. Something to think about until our next episode. Hey, that's it for this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. Give us a review, a really good review, and let us know if there's a topic you'd like for us to tackle or a question you'd like to ask. Just let us know. Connect with us at podcast at lovetimes2.org. Never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Love Times Two Project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow.